Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. I am Nikki Blue, and I hope that you are listening to this and everything is good with you in your world right now. So let's get right to it. I have a problem. (laughs) I have a problem. It is an ongoing thing. Mastery is ongoing. Healing is ongoing. The problem that I have is really not a problem. It is a mindset shift that has to happen for me on a regular basis. And I assume and suppose that this happens to a lot of people. Um, But here's my thing. So there'll be moments where I'll get up in the morning and I'm feeling so great about the day. I've already kind of sketched out in my head and on paper in my journal what I'm going to do for the next day, which is this day I'm waking up in, right? And then I get up and as I'm doing these tasks that I set out to do, it's almost like there is a war, a war of the voices inside of me, right? And I want to listen to the organized voice because inside of me, there is some organization. However, the other part of me is what I've always known, the comfort of disorganization within my own self. So anyway, I love the disorganized part of me too, because that is where I flourish in creativity. I just want to be able to find the balance between the two most times. And some days, like some of these days lately, I'll get up and I am fighting, like which voice am I going to listen to? So One day I was thinking, why does this happen to me? Why do I set forth to do such a great thing? Why do I set forth to put things in order and use my time wisely for the day and still have this issue with hearing these voices or this other voice tell me that I ain't shit? Like, girl, you're not going to keep this up. Like, why are you playing? You know good and well what you do. And I realized that when I was younger... I didn't grow up with structure. Now, we had a strict household, but strict and structure is not the same. You can have a house that's riddled with rules and it still not be structured. We can have rules like you can play a game. We would play Uno with somebody and uh, they have like different forms of Uno now. It's all of these different ones. And anyway, so you start playing the Uno game as you know it to be. And they just change the rules. Every time the new game starts, they make up a new one or add a new rule. Right. And it's almost like to dangle the carrot or keep you from, you know, enjoying the game or keep you from win, winning. So in my case, it wasn't that we didn't have rules. It was just like the rules were never just like, this is the standard. This is what is not going to happen in this house. And this is this and this is that. And that is not right. It was more so like, hey, can I go to such and such as house? Did you do such and such? No, I didn't think I needed to do that. Well, you need to do such and such. That was the kind of strict that we had in the house. Nothing wrong with that. Those are my parents' rules, and I did it. I did what I was supposed to do. Okay, great. But I guess what I'm trying to say is I feel like I work best or I've seen myself work best when I've laid out something in front of me, like when I know what the rules are ahead of the game so that I can prepare myself 
for what's to come. And even though it may not be the best thing to think ahead and try to come up with all the possibilities so that you won't be surprised by them or so you won't be uh, overwhelmed by it. Um, for me, sometimes because of trauma, uh, it helped me to be able to see ahead a little bit so that I could best prepare myself for what I was getting ready to get into. But it's like, some days I find myself like flying by the seat of my pants and then having the audacity to pat myself on the back for the lame, you know, <laughs> last minute procrastination, you know, lifestyle that I do live. Now, granted, I am clutch most times and I do not pat myself on the back for that. I don't. However, it is not something that I want to do on a regular basis. So what I've been working on is forcing myself to be disciplined in consistency and not necessarily worry about the motivation because motivation for me is nothing. I can I can get that. I can do that, right? It is the consistency of keeping up with the thing because um, I have this, uh, um, I will say, I'm not going to say I have ADHD, but there's a little bit of touch of it there. It's in there. It's in there. I mean, I wear it proudly some days uh, because, you know, yeah. Anyway, so I found myself kind of like the leprechaun on the movie Leprechaun. You remember when he was trying to like go after the kids in the house and there was one truck sitting in the front of the house and they were all trying to run to the truck to jump in the truck and take off from the house because he was coming after them. Well, somebody geniusly thought, let me go ahead and take our shoes off and throw our shoes at him because, you know, leprechauns, they like to fix on shoes and they're enamored by shoes. So let's distract them. <laughs> so they're like throwing the shoes at the leprechaun so they can like distract him and try to figure out how to crank the dang on truck up. And a leprechaun still coming. Sometimes that's how I feel. I feel like the damn leprechaun because people keep throwing me shoes knowing that I'm going to go for the shoes. And I have a plan. I'm just really, really trying to get after these things that I'm trying to tackle in my life and tackle some of these goals uh, so that I can, you know, get on with everything. And they're really small headaches, right, that I blow up. And because I don't or have not allowed myself to really delve into or dive into structure like I should, I feel like I'm cheating myself with these opportunities to be completed. Okay. I have journals. I have the structured app. I have my notes in my iPhone. I have all kinds of things going. My Outlook calendar, everything is going. My my client calendar, everything buzzes and notifies me all at once. That part I have down. It is the planning to get some of my small tasks knocked off of my list so I can get to the big task. Now, I know that some of the big tasks are some that are insurmountable in my mind that I can't really tackle like right there and then or then and there. And I feel like, well, let me get these little things out of the way and then I can get the big thing out of the way. And so there are moments that I've read this book called Eat That Frog, where I've tackled the frog. I've tackled the big thing. Right. And. It's helped. However, I've just not been as consistent as I would like to be. So I've, I've reached a point where the rubber is meeting the damn road and I'm having to make a choice. I'm having to make a decision. Are you going to stay in the comfort of the 
no structure, the fly by the seat of your pants, just do it as you feel it? Or are you going to now tighten up and get your shit together? Because what happened in 2022 after, you know, I, you know, met some challenges, had some challenges in my own life and, you know, uh, having loss in my family, I really just got so tired of everybody else controlling my life. I took back the control and decided that I was going to fold my arms and say, you know what? Y'all can kiss my ass. I'm going to figure out my life. I'm going to do it the way I want to do it until I can figure it out the way I want. And so I didn't do anything. I woke up when I wanted to wake up. I cleaned up when I was ready to clean up. I, you know, went outside when I wanted to go outside. I talked on the phone when I wanted to talk. I got on social media when I wanted to get on and post. I was not feeling it or hearing it from anybody. I was tired of people telling me what I needed to be doing and showing me or letting me know that I wasn't in control, that I took back the control and basically just was rebellious against it all. Now, somehow I threw (laughs) the structure in there with all of that. I gave structure the middle finger too, because hell, I'm the recovering grinder. I am going to rest and relax. And honestly, I needed that. I needed to do that. I needed to heal. I needed some time to take a breath from all this because with so much BS out there and people with their, their, their intentions, their cruel intentions and their nosy asses just always in your business, talking about other people and doing other things that it was just too much and it was too much noise. So it did help me shut a lot lot of the noise out. It did help me to sit and kind of sit with myself and hear who I really was. And it, it, I don't know, it just opened up a whole new world for me. So I'm thankful for that. But now that I am on the top side of feeling better about myself and and healing uh, from the loss and all of the things that took place within the last 18 months, here I am <laughs> trying to just do the right thing and be structured, Betty. I'm trying my best. And when I do it, I feel good. When I have those days where I fight through it, I feel good. But it just like on day three or day four, it's kind of like when you're fasting. Like by the time you get to that point where you're like, dang, when you're going through ketosis (laughs) or when you're just like, dang, I just, I really wish, you know, I could do this. I just, I'm not able to hang. This is too much. You know, I, I I don't want to be in that space anymore. I want to be able to fight through it even after the third day, right? So here I go, you know, pushing myself to do something that is different, to do something that that doesn't appear to be harmful, but over time can be harmful. Um, I also know that by me showing that I do have more structure to my life, I am being an example for my son. Um, He's in the sixth grade now. And so school is a little bit different. I'm giving him more responsibility. I'm giving him an agenda. We have a syllabus and we go through different things throughout the week. However, the majority of his schooling or his the onus of him getting the task done is on him. So I just check in. 
I tried to give him like little tips along the way, like, hey, okay, I gave you eight assignments. You haven't even started one. Sunday's coming up. Things are going to be due. Are you ready? And I'm, I'm giving him the tips and the structure. And I see so much of myself in him because he's like, I got it. I got it. And there's been times when he does have it. But I don't want him to be feeling like, dang, I, I'm rewarding myself with procrastination because I made it last minute. I did it. So I'm going to do it again next time because what it does over time is damage you. It is never a good feeling to reach the end of that procrastination. When I was young, I had this little thing that I was doing. Oh my God, this is so bad. But one of the things I did, I, I, I was a hustling single mom. Okay. I did what I needed to do for my family and to take care of my boys. And I remember there was a stint where I would overdraw my account on purpose, right? To take care of my bills and allowing things to do what it needed to do until I got paid again. <laughs> it was working until I hit a point where there was like a, a holiday or maybe I, mean, I worked in customer service for years and, and back early in the, in my, uh, my single motherhood days. And so I would overdraw my account and think, okay, well, the next check should be enough. But I would do this thing. They would have this thing called, ooh, it's called out of here. So when the calls are not really coming in as much, they give people an opportunity to, you know, take the rest of the day off or use their vacation time. I had no more vacation time because I had traveled. I had done some stuff. I enjoyed myself on my vacation time. And so even then, even I knew I didn't have vacation time, I was still like with my chest out. I'll take it. I'll go home. Shoot. Let me go home. Take me a nap. Let me get ahead with the, with, you know, with the dinner. <laughs> But what I didn't realize is like that's half of my pay gone. You get two or three of those days and then you're looking stupid because you're like, dang, man. Oh, no. Now your check is like, you know, half of what it was. And so the negative amount that you have in your bank account is going to eat up that whole check. And then you looking crazy again because now you don't know what to do with yourself. So it's cool to procrastinate. It looks like it's cool when you make it. And you clutch and you get it and you meet the deadline and you're like, oh, man, I can't believe I did that. That's what I'm talking about. You can only do that for so long because at some point you're going to run out of that energy. You're going to run out of that space and that time and that feeling and that fight to do it. And you're just going to be too tired. And then what's going to happen? You're going to miss the deadline. It'll it'll just pile up on you. So I want to teach him, you know a better way of doing things. I want to show him that, yes, you are smart, you are gifted, and you can wait to the last minute and go and cram for a test or an assignment and get it done and still get an A. While that is good, that is only meant to be used in case of emergencies. <laughs> in cases of emergency, not every day, because that's stress. That's stress on your body. You don't even realize it. And here I am, you know, almost 50 years on this earth. And I'm like, dang, man, all those times I did that, if I just had a little more structure in my life, if I just had like a little bit of a, a calendar or planning in my earlier life, you know, my earlier years as a little kid, even going into a teenager and a young woman, a young mom, then I think I would have been better off, you know? And so 
I say that to say this. I, no matter how hard this battle is of staying consistent, I have to do it. I have to do it. I have to do it. Even on social media, I've seen where I'm consistent. It is hard because you don't, it doesn't look like you're getting the benefits. It doesn't look like it's really paying off because people aren't really liking your stuff or they're just viewing it, not liking it, or they're not sharing it, or they're, they're muting you or, you know, putting you on 30 day, (laughs) 30 day snooze or whatever the hell they have out there for the tools to help people not see stuff they don't want to see. They do that and it's kind of like messed up. Because you don't see the reward right away. But it's crazy how if you're gone for a while and then you come back, you don't see anything. And then like, bam, it'll hit. And then you got 100 likes, you got 200 likes on a post. And then you're like, dang, okay. Well, maybe it's good for me to just not be consistent. But no, no, no. It really is good to be consistent. It's not that it gets you more likes. But I think over time, you are able to show yourself that you mean business. It is for you, not for anyone else. When I post, it's for me. It's 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 really me patting myself on the back and saying, I'm doing this. Look at me. I am really doing this. I'm really staying true to a goal. I'm staying true to myself. I'm really sticking in there and using the discipline and using the consistency as a tool to show the universe and God and the angels and everybody out there that I am mean business, that I'm in this. I really want it. And what I want is success at what I've been wanting to do all my life. These goals that I have, goals to do these certain things that I have and and to see my family and my legacy, those things, those are not for nothing. I, I've been wanting to do those things. I can't do it without consistency. I have to stay true to it. So whether I get the love from other people and the likes from other people and the comments from other people or the pats on the back and the emails, Whether or not I get those, it shouldn't matter because deep inside, I am battling against myself every day. It's me. It's the old Nikki versus the new Nikki or the newer Nikki because I'm constantly changing. So I say, if you are struggling like I am or have been struggling with just being consistent, hang in there. Hang in there. Tell some people so they can hold you accountable because the problem is I think that we we keep things to ourselves because we don't really want people to know what our mental struggles are. We don't want people to know that, you know, we're soft or weak in this area or that area. I'm not weak. I can get my ass out there and I can do what I need to do. For me, it's just staying on it and being patient to see the results and see the fruits of my labor. And I know that this can be true because I've seen it in my life play out so many times. But with things like the small, you know, making my tea and meditating and taking my walks and going outside and tending to my garden and, you know, playing music and really enjoying and doing some writing and singing, making music. All of those things are things that I want to do in my day, but I'm not going to be able to do those things. If I don't have a schedule, because just as sure as I am black and I am Nikki, when I sit down on the sofa after I do a couple of little chores or a couple of little tasks, 
I get on social media and then Siri tells me later that I've been on my phone for eight hours that day. And I'm looking like, where the hell did eight hours go that it was spent on my phone? What was I doing? So that's easy, an easy distraction. So I've had to cut that. Um, I spend certain times doing that. But I think that I don't know because I don't know if Siri's right because I I be working. I be doing stuff. I'm getting things done. But I, I feel like maybe the use of my phone, listening to Audible or, you know, doing other things, maybe also taking up space. I didn't really look at the specifics, like what apps I, were, I was actually using. But still, still, I need to have more time to devote to me and listening to my inner voice. And so I implore all of you who may be listening to this and can relate to hang in there. Set yourself a little bit of a challenge to stay consistent. You know, if you, you know, I'm going to use social media because that tends to be something that everybody's trying to go after now. Because, you know, when people throwing out coins, everybody is like, okay, shoot, let me let me hop on board. Because I done seen people's grandmas posting like three or four times a day. And that's crazy. And I'm not talking about grandma, my age grandma. I'm talking about... <laughs> 70, 80-year-old grandma's posting. I get that. That's fine. That's cool. So I'm going to use social media as this exam- for this example. If you just post once a week, just keep it up once a week because progress is progress. Whether it's great progress or small progress, it's still progress. And you will see the difference eventually. So just set something small for yourself and keep it up. I know you've heard this before because I have. Set a small thing for yourself, keep it up, stick with it, and then gradually increase it to maybe two times a week, right? Two times a week, post for yourself or whatever. You will see a difference, a dramatic difference, you know, maybe not right away, but eventually you will because you'll start looking and that you'll keep climbing the mountain. And then before you know it, the little mountain climber is at the top. And look at all that progress. See? I remember that mountain climber game from The Price is Right. Y'all remember that? I've mentioned this before, but that's one of my favorite games. But that and Plinko. But I digress. So I will say, I'm the first. I put my hand up that I will do my best to stay consistent. I will do my best to discipline myself and hold myself accountable to step outside of my comfort zone and be more organized and not reward my procrastination. (laughs) I am starting right now. I'm starting where I am. So start where you are right now. Only greatness from here. Only greatness from here. Only greatness from here. I love you.